0: Let's come back to that in a moment. We yeah. digress, uh, and we shouldn't, because we've got Simon Hill on the line, Paramount Plus football expert, of course. He there. might want a piece of the pub he as might. well. Let's get him in, host of uh, the Global Game right here on SCN, of course. Uh, Simon, welcome. Morning, guys. How are you? Happy to be an investor in the Urana pub. You ran the Urana, Simon, at all? <laughs> I wouldn't even know where it
1: is. Could I roster you in for like a Monday night behind the bar? <laughs>
0: I'll take your word for it. <laughs> oh, he'll be playing. He's, he'll be, he'll be, his band will bring the band in. Bring the band he'll in. He'll be band in and we need it. Saturday that's night. It.
1: Mon- Monday night is rehearsal, night, guys, I'm afraid.
0: So oh, no, yeah. we it's
1: do a Sunday fun. afternoon tunes type thing? You know <laughs> Sunday I mean? session. Yeah, Sunday session. So, so long as your as uh, so long as your patrons are happy with uh, metal covers,
0: yeah, yeah, that's right. Might be a bit I'll heavy for might be, <laughs> might be a bit heavy for heavy for the Palmer at Palmers on a Sunday afternoon. Hey, Simon, uh, you don't know where your Anna is, and neither do I. But you know where Melbourne Victory are, and they're struggling, uh, struggling badly this year as well. They take on Wellington tomorrow night. They've made a, a signing as well. But what have you to make of the campaign so far under uh, Tony Popovich? Because it had promised a heck of a lot more than what's materialised.
1: Yeah, it's... Look, at uh, so far, you have to say it's been disastrous. Um, Now, that's not necessarily the way it's going to finish uh, because there's still a long way to go. And uh, the league being the way it is, you know, two, three wins, you can quite quickly shoot up the league. But uh, they are really struggling for results at the moment. Six without a win. Uh, I I do think that some of the off-field stuff has impacted on the players. I know Mm -hmm. it shouldn't, but... uh, I think it's probably impossible not to be affected by, you know, what's been swirling around the club. Uh, obviously, the trouble at the Melbourne Derby, the financial sanctions that have followed, uh, the financial issues that the club have got in general. Uh, and, you know, the fact that they've got that points deduction uh, suspension hanging over them. So I think it's, it's been a combination of factors and, and also strangely on the pitch. You know, Given the quality that they've got in attack, they just haven't been able to score goals, which is a pretty fundamental part of the game. If you don't do that, you're not going to
0: win. Mm, yeah, and they made that signing, obviously, uh, Nani, the the uh, a name that a lot of people are familiar with, but he's gone down with that season-ending knee injury, so nothing's gone right. Nick uh, Degostino's yeah. obviously uh, departed for Norway as well. But the signing I referred to, Bruce Kamau, uh, how old is Bruce now? Would he be late 20s or...? 27, uh, or... 20s. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and, look, you know, Bruce is a good signing. He's, uh, he's a very experienced player, and uh, he's won a grand final before with Adelaide United, uh, played with Western Sydney Wanderers, knows the league back to front, um, went and tried his luck overseas, it hasn't quite worked out. So I don't quite know where he's been over the last uh, six, 12 months, to be honest. So may, may well be a bit short sure of match fitness, but there's no doubt that he's got quality and can play on that right-hand side of the attack uh, and one or two other positions as well. But uh, certainly looks like a you know a straight replacement for Nani. And uh, you know maybe he's the missing link. Who knows? But you, you look at the the quality that they've still got in attack: Bruno Fornaroli, Jake Brimmer, Chris Economides, Ben Falami, uh, and now Kamau. You know that those those guys collectively should be more than capable uh, of sticking a few goals mm. in the back of the net. But. Um, yeah, for whatever reason, they just haven't been able to do it on a regular enough basis so far this season. Simon, uh, talking the World Cup, which was you know, great, great to watch, but good to see players that perform well in it they're being rewarded. Yes. And I, I talk of uh, Harry Souter and his yeah. move to Leicester. I mean, you know, it's really put some of our socceroos on the world stage. Yeah, well, that's what World Cups do. Uh, you know, because they they have such global. Uh, presence with the, you know, I think it, it was watched by 4 billion people this last World Cup. So uh, obviously the big clubs are going to be watching as well uh, in Europe. And you have a good tournament and all of a sudden you can put yourself in the spotlight. Uh, and Harry Soutar certainly did that. I mean, he was just unbelievable at the World Cup, particularly when you think that uh, he'd only played, I think, two or three games after a 12 month layoff due to that torn ACL that he sustained uh, playing for the soccerers. So it was an extraordinary effort, and uh, his performances have, have rightly brought about this attention from the Premier League. Uh, Leicester City yesterday made him the most expensive Australian ever, um, 15 million pounds, which is about what, 23 million dollars. Uh, and I reckon he'll play right from the off. too. Mm. you know, Leicester are in a bit of a relegation scrap, they need some uh, presence at the back, and uh, and Harry certainly offers that. So. It's been a long time since we had a soccer room playing regularly in the Premier League. I think Matthew Ryan was the last one, and uh, I'm, I'm really chuffed for Harry. He's a super guy as well. I uh, had, had a good chat with him at the World Cup, and uh, yeah, and and he loves playing for Australia. Let me tell you
0: that he's cool, calm, and collected, wasn't he, under pressure on the pitch? I hope he was off it too, Simon, because he had to wait, didn't he? I thought for a while that de- that deal wasn't going to go through. He had to be patient. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't quite know what the the issue with that was. Uh, the the paperwork uh, t- took a while to go through, and maybe he was sweating that it wasn't going to get done. And uh, you know, sometimes you know, careers can be fine uh, decided on fine margins as well. You know, you never know; it doesn't go through. All of a sudden, he has to wait, and he gets mm. an injury, and blah blah blah. Anyway. Fortunately, it has gone through. And, um, yeah, as I say, I'm delighted for him that he's a, he's a Leicester City player. Uh, he's got a good manager as well in Brendan Rodgers, who I think bring the best out of him. And uh, Australia should be the beneficiaries.
0: Yeah, speaking of big money, though, Chelsea, uh, mm-hmm. Chelsea have broken the EPL record. Uh, splashed, I think, Aussie yeah. dollars, maybe nearly 200 million on uh, on the 22-year-old Enzo Fernandez, who, of course, won the World Cup with, with Argentina. Talk about a meteoric rise, Simon. This guy, for, for those who don't follow the game super closely, anyways, come on really quick.
1: Yeah, and uh, look, I mean, the amazing thing is that Chelsea, uh, once they uh, moved from the Roman Abramovich era and uh, to, to these new owners, everybody thought, well, you know, it's going to be a bit different because they're not going to have that much money to spend. Well, that's gone out of the window. Um, they they are flushing the cash like uh, like nobody's business. And look, Fernandez is a super player. Um, and again, you know, the World Cup can uh, can elevate you to a, a different level. And uh, being part of the Argentina winning team has clearly done that. Uh, He was playing in Portugal um, beforehand with Benfica, a very big club in their own right. Um, But obviously Chelsea had a different level in terms of the finances of the game these days. And uh, yeah, he's one of a a handful of new signings for Graham Potter, who is clearly rebuilding uh, the team almost from top to bottom. And I think it'll be next season before we see the results of that. But he'll be a key part of it. Simon, so really interesting talking to Graham Arnold yesterday morning and, and he highlighted to us the lack of infrastructure that is there for for and pathways mm-hmm. for young mm. footballers to, to come through the system and, and obviously strengthen then the, the A League and the Australian reputation yeah. around the world. He wants to go, you know, cap in hand to government and sort of say we 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 need a home. Has he got any hope? <laughs> well, obviously I hope so, um, because he's right. Um, you know, we don't get The government dollar, by and large, it goes to the other sports. Uh, The corporate dollar tends to go to the other sports as well. And even though we are, (coughs) excuse me, the biggest sport in the country in terms of participation, uh, we end up with very little. And our facilities are minuscule in comparison um, to the other sports. And, of course, by, by extension, we have a very small national league. We only have 11 professional clubs. Now, you look at... Uh, for example, uh, Argentina, who, j- who just won the World Cup, uh, in, in common with many other countries around the world, they have three professional divisions, uh, 50, 60 professional clubs. There are probably more professional clubs in Buenos Aires than there are in, in Australia put together. So that's that's the problem for the pathways. You know, we have all these kids playing junior football, but there's nowhere for them Uh, to go and play longer term in a professional pathway, and the facilities aren't there to help them develop either. So if we're serious about being a major player on on the global stage, we have to invest in it. And and quite frankly, it's a miracle that we get through to the knockout phase of uh, World Cups on the back of uh, such little money that we spend on our football in comparison to all the other nations. Uh, But it won't last forever. So Arnie's right, and uh, obviously I hope, that uh, you know he gets his way, and we do get some some proper facilities and investment in our game.
0: Speaking to Simon Hill, Paramount Plus uh, football expert commentator, host of the Global Game right here on SEM. Before we let you go, Simon, I've just got to ask you about Wrexham and what is going on there. Now uh, it's a club that was introduced <laughs> to a lot of us, of course, via the <laughs> Welcome to Wrexham yeah. show. Hollywood ownership, Ryan Reynolds, the whole box and dice. Um, it was a rough introduction, I think, for the, for the pair. They probably didn't get the results they wanted, but now second season in, I think, isn't it? They're they're going very well. Yeah. Uh, Potentially fifth round of the FA Cup as well.
1: Yeah, uh, well, I've got a replay against uh, Sheffield United. Um, they they drew three three at the weekends in uh, in the fourth round tie, and they were only denied by a ninety fifth minute yeah. equaliser from John Egan from the Blades. Uh, Wrexham's a, a famous old club. It's it's in North Wales, which uh, has a sort of reasonably big catchment area. Uh, they've got a, a great stadium in the race course ground that they're investing in. Uh, I think one of the oldest football grounds in world football. Um, so, you know, it's it's a club with huge potential. And obviously, uh, Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds uh, saw that. And, you know, they've invested not just uh, money in the club and, and in the team, but they also, you know, appear to have sort of touched a nerve with the locals as well. and And they've they become part of that community. So it's, it's a great story to watch. And they've mm. set their sights on getting the club to the Premier League. Uh, they're a long way off that at the moment. They're in the National League, which is the fifth tier. But they are top of that competition. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, worth keeping an eye on over the next few years. Great story.
0: It is a great story. Hey, Simon, really appreciate your time uh, this morning. There's so much to discuss in the world of football. So appreciate you covering off some of the aspects uh, of it with us. Uh, enjoy your day, mate. And we'll, we'll get you down to the a pub when, when Simon yeah. makes his purchase.
1: I'll go I'll go and look at Google Maps now but uh, I'll be delighted to have a good week.